Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Welcome to Travel Market Life. I'm Ryan Haynes and this is the series the hotelier's voice. Well, we speak to hotels to find out about their decision-making, procurement decisions, and implementation of technology within their properties. Today, we're going to be speaking to Jason Heron-Smith, the Director of Sales and Marketing at Cordis Hotels Outland, part of Langham Hospitality Group. In that, we're going to be looking at some of the different types of technologies and systems and platforms that they're addressing currently within their properties. One of them looking at data protection, F&B reservation systems, unified guest platforms and how they're trying to increase and improve the guest experience through other technologies including uh, wi-fi online gifting and how they're looking at utilizing and optimizing the performance of their data to give them some insights into the performance of their property now um, as we know um New Zealand went into quite a strong lockdown at the beginning and they've been in a second lockdown. So joining us, uh, hi there, Jason. Uh, how has 2020 been panning out for you so far? You've uh, had to react quite quickly and uh, New Zealand itself has managed to contain uh, the number of cases. Um, but how's that been for the hospitality industry? Yeah, the industry has been hit really hard. I mean, certainly during that initial lockdown, it was, you know, level four for six weeks. No one could really leave home pretty much. Um, so we were lucky we had some um, guests here in the hotel that also couldn't get home. Um, and that kept us going through that period. So we had, um, you know, staff uh, or minimal staff come in. But um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride. We came out of that first um, lockdown and you know we had no cases for a hundred days it was brilliant life was all rosy um, and then lo and behold um, we had another cluster appear so that's uh, sent us all back into lockdown not as quite as strict as before um, but it's definitely had an impact on on business um, yeah across the country um, the tourism sector has been hit most hardest I mean, you know, you run a very large hotel. In fact, as you told me, the largest hotel um, in New Zealand with over 400 rooms, plans to expand that to over 640, as well as um, additional function space. Um, so a lot to juggle uh, when it comes to uh, managing uh, the number of guests inside, especially uh, with social distancing, uh, communications around uh, cancellations of, of, of trips, uh, changes in stays, uh, the management of, of rates and inventory. Uh, you must have a pretty large team as well. Um, how, how many people uh, work with you within the hotel? Um, when we were operating um, at full capacity, it was around 440. And now I think we have around uh, 330 staff. Um, we did have to restructure um, slightly, but um, we've managed to retain, I guess, most of our team, which has been brilliant. So, I mean, a lot of that must come down to as well, making sure that you have the right technology in place. I mean, with these lockdowns, you can't go into the office. That must have been a quite um, quite a bit of a shock to, to you guys uh, because, you know, most hotels, you know, they have the desktop computers that they have, um, they're, they're fixed in spaces. So uh, how, how were you guys able to respond to that and the type of tech needed for your team to be able to continue operations? Yeah, sure. I mean, most of the sales team obviously have a, a laptop, um, you know, as to the executive team. But, um, you know, people like, um, you know, our finance guys and HR certainly didn't. And, you know, we needed a lot of them to be continue to work, but they couldn't come into the office. 
Um, so our IT guys just had to come up with ways of um, enabling people's personal devices um, so that they could access systems and log in, you know, in the VPN to environment to um, to do their jobs, which I think they did a really good job. And they obviously supported those individuals as well um, and all the problems that they encountered um, whilst at home um, over, over those periods. So um, our IT team were very busy. Um, well, it seems like uh, from the conversation we've had already that they've been incredibly busy anyway. Um, they didn't need lockdown uh, <laughs> as part of all of this. And one of the things that you've been implementing within uh, the properties is um, new data protection. Uh, and this has been uh, quite a high priority for you guys. Uh, can you tell us um, about why that's so important uh, to, to your group? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think it's um, just the global environment. Um, I think I mentioned to you the New Zealand Stock Exchange just as recently as, you know, the last couple of weeks was closed down, um, you know, from cyber attacks. So I think that lasted about five or six days. Um, you know, you see constantly in the news, even about elections in the UK and the US and, you know, how all of that happens. And there's so many, so much, um, you know, fishing with the pH going on and, and all of that kind of thing. I think being a, um, you know, a luxury hotel chain, you know, the expectation on us and, you know, what we want to provide is such a high level of security that, um, yeah, it's certainly become a big focus. Um, to protect people's data and information. And I guess the impact of the uh, European GDPR has really had an impact as well on, um, on on what your requirements are of protecting guests and uh, what they and their data. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Langham globally adopt that uh, GDPR as a global standard. So that's, um, I guess, the minimum that we, you know, want to um, comply with. Um, yeah, so it's uh, top of mind. Now, one of the other things is um, your development of a unified guest management platform, and you've been building that um, on the base of Opera. Can you tell us what is the key facets of this uh, guest management platform and why it's so important to upgrade and, and to develop this? Yeah, so it's um, they call it like a unified guest platform. So effectively, it's all the systems talking to each other. So Opera being the property management system, but also um, Synexus, which is our um, you know reservation system, through to um, you know our marketing databases for the hotel, but also food and beverage. Um, and also a reservation system for food and beverage as well. So we've got a picture across all of that around people visiting the property and, you know, what they're doing so we can better understand um, their needs, we can market to them, we can, um, you know, give them the appropriate level of, of service they require and know what they need. Um, you know, it's all about anticipatory, you know, service and, um, you know, things just magically appearing before you can ask for it. And so... <laughs> That's the goal, um, and we are definitely getting there. So, um, yeah, certainly, yeah, the F&B reservation system was one of the most recent things to be implemented, um, and we'll talk to Opera for sure. And um, one of the other things that is, is the actual increase in bandwidth for internet as well. You're looking at uh, bringing in uh, the unlimited data and Wi-Fi uh, 6 coverage. Why is that so important for a hotel uh, like uh, Cordis? Yeah, so we've got um, one of the large um, meeting spaces in the city. So we could have, you know, up to, you know, that 1,000, 1,200 people on site for, um, you know, a variety of events. Um, and then we could have 1,000 people in-house um, plus another, you know, 200 in the restaurants, 
Um, so it's, it's a lot of people. Um, so you need that that bandwidth. You know, everyone has a device. Um, a lot of people, you know, especially internationals, want to connect to Wi-Fi because they don't have the the data through their provider. Um, you know, unless you're purchasing it at like ten or twenty dollars a day, whatever it might be. So for us, you know, we really need to be able to flex that bandwidth and um, have the latest um, technology that's going to provide that. Um, and also for, I guess, um, what would you say, the longest period into the future. So you can have it working well, you know, the investment is worth it for the next, you know, five years or however long it will last. I mean, is, is this is a real important part? It's about is, is that investment. It's like, okay, what am I looking at now? But also, how is this system going to look like in two, three, five years' time? Is is that a, a really key part of your procurement process? Yeah, absolutely. You obviously need to put an ROI around everything. So, you know, the, one of the key or basic things or parts of that is how long is this, you know, going to be in place for before we have to upgrade again or... Absolutely. And, and I mean, it's not just as well some of these sort of like larger systems, but you've also been looking at how you're reporting and the sort of data that you're getting. So you've been working as well to bring in um, new capabilities with uh, TravelClick and uh, STR reporting, right? Yeah, definitely. So TravelClick, um, you know, provide a lot of um, GDS um, intelligence through their um Agency 360 reporting. Um, previously, you could look at, you know, volumes of business to the city by IATA, travel agent IATA number. Um, you could see, you know, how many room nights, how much was going into your competitor set, how much you were getting. But it was really at that agency level. You couldn't see who the corporates or the companies were that those agencies were booking. Um, now they've evolved their tool to include that. So um, we can see a lot, another level of data, which, um, you know, as you mentioned, we're expanding. So we're clearly looking for more clients. Um, so that, that'll really help us target, um, you know, people that are traveling. And, you know, the data, what would you say, will change because of COVID as well. So who was traveling before might not be who's traveling now or, um, you know, over the next sort of year or two. So we need to have that insight is, you know, really important for us. Yeah, so a move from the historical to more live, present, real-time data to see how the market's behaving and who's actually engaging with that market for you guys is going to help you optimise the sales opportunities that are available. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's a very specific thing. And then, you know, you mentioned STR as well, um, you know, and I think, as I said to you, Auckland is probably not the first city to roll this out. We're probably one of the last. But um, yeah, future reporting um, as well and the forecast. So um, basically, we set up reports in Opera, um, STR, and they get sent to STR. They collect that data and we can look at, um, you know, the, the occupancy and rates and bookings in the city in, over a future period. So um, I know it's been rolled out in Australia and no doubt it's been in London for quite a while. But um, for us, it's certainly new and um, we're looking forward to the data that that might that will provide because we still don't have our first report yet but it's soon and, and i say i guess that gets you to uh, be able to crunch the numbers look deeper into the market and be more effective with what you're doing you're, you're, you're not having to compile all these reports yourself and and to try to analyze that, that data so intently uh, so that must free up a lot of time for you and your team to actually act on this information yeah, definitely. I think certainly the the travel click um, data. Um, you know, I've worked for other chains before, and you know they keep very detailed lists of you know which companies are booking booking through which IATA, um, and that is a lot of work to compile that information. So to have 
um, you know, it, it'll only get better. Um, ShuttleClick doing that is it will save that time. Um, the STR data will provide, I think, a lot of insight. You know, in these uncertain times, you, you, you really, what would you say, not guessing, that's probably the wrong way to put it. You're making a lot of assumptions um, around what's happening, um, whereas at least with this, you've got some insight. Um, you know, you don't call your friend at the hotel down the road. You can just access the data on the comp set. So um, it's probably a more reliable way of doing it as well. I mean, on top of that, though, you have your revenue management system from ideas, and that's also going through an upgrade. What's the value you're, you're seeing from a, a revenue management system for Cordis? Yeah, so we upgraded, yeah, from G2 to G3. Um, I think it's just a, a lot more flexibility. And, and for us, it's, um, you know, about our new property, the expanded offering. You know, it's going to allow us a lot more, again, a lot more insight um, into how we might manage that inventory and, and move forward with our rates. Excellent. And, and also, uh, from, a, from a guest perspective, you've also brought in a gifting platform, uh, which yeah. has allowed you to um, provide a, a wider range of, of products um, as gifts as, as well. And, and that's become automated. And that, that's, I understand, has, has saved you time. Uh, tell, tell us about the tell us about that. Yeah, so it's a, a company, a UK company, actually called SK Chase. Um, and they've been working with the Lamb in London for quite a while now, and um, they've been doing such a good job. We're rolling them out globally, um, and we were the uh, one of the first hotels um, outside of London to um, to implement that. So it's been quite recent, um, but you know, I mean, I guess our reservations uh, team were doing everything in on a spreadsheet, and everything was paper, and um, it was all very time consuming. So this is all. You know, all online, guests can basically do it all themselves. We will still provide packaging, you know, for, you know, special occasion, et cetera. Um, but, you know, ultimately, guests can receive an email with a, um, a QR code um, and then they can come and redeem that on site. So it's a very straightforward process. Um, our spa has been the star so far, um, doing great revenues through there. Um, and then we just, uh, Cordis just celebrated its fifth um, birthday, the brand. So um, we did sell quite a number of, um, of those packages that were part of that celebration um, through the gifting platform. We're looking at, um, I guess, some of our uh, products as well, from pillowcases to candles, and everything in between about selling all of that um, online as well. So it'll just give our shop a bit more uh, revenue too. Yeah, so really sort of diversifying the type of products and that you're actually selling through that, which is, I guess, as you say, greater uh, revenue opportunity. I mean, a lot of systems, um, a lot of change. How are you handling this um, within your operations teams? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, they've been key to the success of all these um, initiatives, really. Um, they, you know, it's so important to get their buy-in to... Um, these systems when you roll them out and it's really the only way that you succeed. They are, I mean, at this hotel, you know, it's been here quite a while and the team are quite experienced. So they're very open to doing things differently. It's really part of Langham's, um, you know, culture to always look at improving and how, you know, even though a process might be working, you know, is there a way of doing it better? So that's sort of embedded in our culture as well. So I think that helps with the adopting of new technology and, you know, the team can see the benefit um, to them, whether it's, you know, faster or more efficient, deeper insights, more data, whatever the benefit is, they can they can see that and it improves their, their um, I guess, their job really and their what they're doing and how they, you know, feel about it. 
And within within um, Langham, you've got the uh, Langham logic teams um, in, in order to, it's not just a top down approach, but it's also people driven. Um, how did, how are you using these Langham logic teams? I mean, uh, how would you describe these, uh, these, these groups? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you're rolling out, um, you know, software like the gifting platform, for example, you've got really, you know, it involves so many parts of the hotel, even though it doesn't maybe sound like it, you know, but, we, you know, we've got someone from the spa, front desk, finance, um, you know, the reservations team, um, our digital marketing people, um, you know, and even salespeople. Uh, I think there was someone from HR in that one as well, actually. Um to look at it from all those different angles and really, you know, thrash it out and um, look at the best ways of doing things. You know, it's not just about the project person um, who in this case was a digital marketing manager, you know, assuming everything and just kind of, you know, telling them how to do it. They really had to get involved um, and it included IT actually, funnily enough, um, this one. So because it, it is, I guess, a, a third-party vendor doing it. So it's not, you know, um, software in-house specifically. But, yeah, so our IT team really needed to engage as well. And they had to set up payment gateways with banks and probably things that they hadn't done before. So, um, But those Langham Logic teams, yeah, are really good, I think, good way of doing it. And, again, it helps get that buy-in that, um, yeah, I mentioned previously as well. And then um, final question for you for today. Um, it's, uh, what technology are you looking at next uh, to bring into the properties? Yeah. Um, well, I think um, two key things. So um, we've got um, IPTV on site as well. So um, it's certainly one of my pet peeves is, um, you know, not being able to cast from your device, um, iPad, phone, whatever, onto the television. So that is going to be um, a hot priority for IT. I'm going to keep reminding them. Um, but, yeah, I think it's important to be able to stream or share content on, on the that TV in the hotel room. It's, you know, we can all do it at home, so why can't we do it, um, you know, when we stay in a hotel? Um, and the other one, you know, for a variety of reasons is um, the digital key to access um, the guest rooms, to um, to ditch the plastic and just to, to you know, make, make things, um, yeah, a bit more user-friendly. Wow. Okay. Well, that that's that's quite a list um, of achievements that you've got there and um, plans that you have in place. Um, Jason, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me today um, about uh, your technology in your hotel. No problem at all. Nice to speak. Wonderful. With you. Thank you. Uh, well, check out more of the Hoteliers Voice series as we speak to hoteliers across the world to find out about new technologies and systems that be, they've been implementing in their hotel and their approach to that implementation within the property and amongst their team. For more information, check out travelmarket.life where you'll see a full list of episodes and series that we've been working on. Thanks and ciao for now. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.